What's up, everybody? Today we're talking BET Hip Hop Awards and Harvey Weinstein scandal, all that and more on Black Hollywood Lives this week. You are tuned in to Black Hollywood Live this week. Come on, Tasha. Please stand up. Please stand up. Please stand up. Hey, hey, hey. What's up, everybody? We're not standing up. We're sitting down, but we're standing up in spirit. All right. Welcome to Black Hollywood Lives this week. I'm your host, Daryl Christian. Today, joining me is Courtney Stewart, looking, looking like Drive, like Ryan Philippi, not Ryan Philippi, Ryan Gosling and Drive. You give me the Drive jacket right now. Okay. okay. You know what I'm saying? I don't, know how, I don't know how I feel about that's that. That's a dope but, jacket. Uh, okay. No, it's a dope jacket. Hey. <laughs> I said pink like, ladies from Greece. Uh, that's what I was, I was oh, like, yeah, am okay. I a dude? Like, where are you talking about the jacket? Like, okay. I don't know what's going on in the talk. But ladies. I appreciate we'll it. We'll go with pink ladies. I was in a warm today. I wanted to be warm because it's cold in here. Yeah, it was a little, it's a little chilly. It's we also got DJ here. Jesse J. What's up? And our very special guest today is Taja V. Simpson. You know her from Madea 2. Boo, that's coming out. Yes, thank you, yes. Thank you for having me, guys. Very I'm soon. happy to be here. Thank you, Glad sir. You. Welcome, welcome. You. We got a lot of chocolate on the side today. She brought the supermodel chocolate. She did. That's a different kind of chocolate. Yeah, what a fuck. That's right. Thank you, Zal. You too. So, how is everything going? I know you're excited about the movie premiere mm-hmm. coming out next mm-hmm. week, and uh, you know Halloween is here. So, yes. you got any fun things you're gonna be dressed up as? During Absolutely, Halloween? a superhero, of course. Which one? So, I'm gonna be Vixen one night, which oh, is DC hey, Comics. DC yeah. Comics, yeah. And then there's another one for Marvel. It's called Nubia. Okay. So, yes. Nubia. I don't know if you guys know, but Nubia is the black sister of Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Really? Yeah. Tell you just a little bit of the story. Yeah. So Wonder Woman we know was made from clay, yes. right? Yep. So her mother went to the guys and had like lighter clay and darker clay, mm-hmm. and both of them she was granted children. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the other guys came and stole Nubia one night as an infant, and she grew up in a completely different um, planet. Planet, yes. right? I love that mm-hmm. she's like, yes, you know, girl, this. I love, oh, I love Nubia. Yeah. And um, when Nubia found out there was another Wonder Woman, she was like, no, I'm the one true Wonder Woman, and so she. Um, went to Wonder Woman and said I wanted to have like a duel with her and something in her wouldn't allow her to kill, kill her, her. Yep. right but um, they end up finding out who she was and then they came together and then now they kind of rule the world together who wow. run the world girls yes. wow <laughs> So, you know, I'll be a big fan. Hey. I like that you got the Love history it. with the costume yes, that you're wearing. Absolutely. You know I mean? Versus That's just so putting dope. on something. Like, it's For sure. Because yeah. I was really excited and I was like, I did not know there was a black Wonder Woman. Yeah. You know how different yeah, my life would have been as a young brown girl growing up that there was a brown superhero that looked like me? But I'm sure we'll get into that. Wait for that movie. Now, allow, allow that <laughs> ready to be that the movie. next Wonder Woman sequel, and I'm here for that. Yep, yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay. Okay. All right, let's get into it, though. So, speaking of girls, women who run the world, boys, <laughs> the Boy Scouts of America. Mm. Yes. Uh, is going to make an official announcement next year, but there is some talks that they are going to be allowing girls to actually join the ranks. They'll be able to reach the highest um, uh, e- Eagle, to Eagle, Eagle Scout. Scout. Yes. Well, the Girl Scouts of America is like, skirt, hold up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How are you just going to let girls into this? Like, there, there's some question. Well, they're saying that they're questioning some sexual assault issues and and whatnot, and they're kind of questioning the boys and girls. But the, I keep saying I used to work the boys and girls club. I used to work this, so that's why I keep doing. It. They're kind of questioning the motive of Boy Scouts of America and why they're doing this. And I actually did too when I first heard this because 
It would be different if there was no Girl Scouts of America. Yes. But there is. And I feel like it's something, it's like we're always trying to mend and gel things together. But sometimes, you know what I mean? Let the girls be girls and let the boys be boys. And I don't know, this is something that's been around for so long that I question men joining them together. What is the real true purpose of that. My uh, only guess... Oh, so you go. Oh, good. My only guess was... Well, when I first read it, I thought it was just because there are more and more kids that are identifying as male, even mm-hmm. if they were female, right. and they don't necessarily mm-hmm. want to be in the Girl Scouts of America. So at first, I was like, well, maybe they're just trying to be inclusive in that way so that if there is a, you know, transgendered mm-hmm. child that wants mm-hmm. to be in the Boy Scouts, like, that it, they're open to that mm-hmm. as opposed to just girl but then they said girls period so then I was confused I was like but isn't that what Girl Scouts is for right. yeah, that's that's there. That's but you do first. learn different things in Boy Scouts because I don't really remember I was a Girl Scout for a brief period of time and we had when we earned our patches and stuff we were sewing shit like we were doing stuff like that but then the boys were getting to go camping and getting yeah. we were gonna make fires, fires with sticks yeah, and stuff yeah, so I, I mean I that may have changed obviously I am well past being a Girl Scout so maybe <laughs> nowadays it's a little bit more in line so if it's not, then I kind of understand if it's still, like, girls having to do the girly stuff yeah. and the boys. Like, if a girl want to learn how to put some sticks together and live in the wilderness with her Swiss Army knife, like, then she should be able to do that. But I would think they... Aren't those organizations linked Tied. a little bit? So, so can't they, they just, are, like, yeah. work they together to, that. like... Not necessarily, though, because I looked into this today, but all boys... You got me saying it, Jesus. All, <laughs> all Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts aren't linked. They uh, operate as separate, separate completely, completely separate different entities. Mm. Right. So if it is an inclusion thing and for little girls who identify as little boys, then it's like, great. But mm-hmm. then, of course, they can't come out and be like, only these kind of little girls. Yeah, exactly. Right. Right. Girls, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, but I do... It's like separatism is a mean thing. You know, this organization started in 1907. Yeah. This is something that kept women and men very different, exactly. very separate for a very long time. So mm-hmm. now we're, we have a point in time where it's like, well, hey, let us let us all be inclusive and learn different types of things and skill sets that you may not learn in Girl Scouts yeah. and you may not learn in Boy Scouts that I think will be great for each gender to know about each side. Yeah. So that part for me, as far as the inclusion of it, I'm like, well, then go. Let's, if that's what it that's, is. That's what it but is. because it's like... It just came out. The Girl Scouts spoke against it, and it's all these different things that are going on. I think once we truly know what the final, you know, say is and why they're doing it and what the reason is, then I think we can all eloquently speak on it. But for me, I'm like, if you want to include them, then yeah, let's do it. Because I think uh, one more thing. Sorry, no, no. I think what would be really good is little boys to see women or little girls in in positions of power. You know what I mean? We have enough of that. We have sports. Like so many different things are separate but equal, and I get that, and that's great. But because that continues to perpetuate in our society when it comes to work, when it comes to, you know, jobs. We do the same job. You're doing a job, I'm doing, you get paid more because you're a man and I get paid less because I'm a woman. But things like that are start way back then. That's true. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And those kind of organizations were keeping everything so different. Different. You were growing up only knowing how to sew and knit and right. little yeah. boys can do different things. Well, why can't we all do it all? Right, because yeah. there are some boys right? that want to sew. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was and true. I was a little girl that didn't want to sew because my pillow was always crooked right. and I got made fun of that shit <laughs> all yeah. the time. And I used to hem the I think what if, what if we just change it to Scouts of America? You Scouts know what I'm saying? America, like, what, because my problem is, is if we're going to keep it boys Scouts of America and now you're including girls in it, it's like, okay, now I'm a part of this organization that still uses still the term labeling boys. These things as male and How, boys. Totally. Yeah. So change um, it. Cub Scouts of America or Wolf Scouts, Eagle Scouts, like let's go that direction. But what yeah, about I, the I, oh, sorry, you haven't said No, that no, yet. I was just gonna say, but I still I still felt like it should be separate. But what I was thinking was, 
I kind of go back to what Jesse said a little bit earlier about, you know, there are certain things that everything doesn't have to be inclusive, I don't feel. I feel like you can still teach uh, you know, it, different groups, but maybe have it where all the curriculums across the board. Like Girl Scouts are have the to go same. camping too, yeah, and Girl learn Scouts how to have to go parking. camping. And like you said, guys have right. to go, uh, uh, you know, sewing. But I think it gets a little complicated too because we are in a space where we're opening up a new, you know, tr- the trans portion of this, which was not there when this was but started. They did the LGBT that... thing last last year. They yeah, went they through that, that whole yeah. thing right. and stance with it. So that's where this is kind of confusing to me. In that, in that sense of it. Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't know. I, I, it's, I just say as long as the curriculums are, are everybody's learning the same thing. You know, but don't make it separate that way. so interesting that they're not all tied together. They're not that all tied together. So, yeah. mm-hmm. Well, I guess, yeah, because they kind of like franchises because, like, you know, you would have your scout leaders That's and they're true, not yeah. really answering exactly. to, like, exactly. whoever because my scout leader was our auntie around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> like, on top of everything. So I guess that right. makes sense. But... I don't know. I just still think about it because they still know, like, girls specifically, like, it's scientifically proven that girls learn better younger mm-hmm. separately from boys. Mm-hmm. So, to me, that all made me start thinking about education and all kinds of other things. Like, is it really going to be a better idea? And if if you're right, like, they have to say girls if they're using open right. the door for trans people because they can't just be like, just a trans girl, right. like, whatever. Because right. <laughs> 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 then we would all be like, that's horrible. Right. That you know right. how you I identify. Exactly. Right. Right. But, Fill in the circle. <laughs> right. But at right. the same time, <laughs> right. do we lose something by thinking that it should be Inclusive, as opposed mm-hmm. to just inclusive curriculum. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't, I don't know. Curriculum. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, someone who didn't feel real inclusive this weekend <laughs> was Donald Trump. Um, I don't know if you guys saw the BET Hip Hop Awards, um, but sh- first of all, shout out to Cardi B. Yes, and three Good. awards that mm-hmm. night. Performance was off the chain, mm-hmm. um, but who kind of stole the show was. Eminem, Marshall Mathers. Um, so every year they do a freestyle cipher, um, and Eminem came out with a a lovely little battle. You know, he's always been known to. I mean, back back in the day, he talked about President Bush. He's talked about pop stars. He yeah. this is what Eminem does. He uses his platform to speak out. You know, and he's had um, uh, when he actually said it about Bush, who uh, this. Uh, What's it called? Got involved and had to like. Oh, actually... Secret Service, because he said something to the extent. Oh, right. Yeah. It was, the, it, he didn't actually say kill Bush. I mean, it was just kind of like he, he sort of alluded to right. that. Yeah, yeah he sort of alluded to that. But his latest freestyle, which he revealed on Twitter, is called The Storm. He um, basically came out to say, and any fan of mine who's a supporter of his, I'm drawing in the sand. In the sand, a line. You're either for or against. And if you can't decide who you like more and you're split on who you should stand beside, I'll do it for you with this. F you, he said, uh, while raising his middle finger. Um, Obviously, you know, the right side got real upset with that. Just a little bit. You know, just a little (laughs) bit. Um, And again, I just look at it, this is someone that we've been talking about doing this kind of stuff for years and you know to say that this is his artistry um and this is how he he decides to to choose to speak on the the subject i ain't mad at him i mean he didn't say he wanted him dead or anything he just said fuck you to this <laughs> you know what i mean support him i mean he has the right to say that just like right. you have the right to vote for donald trump it's all about free speech it's you know? free speech and i love how he's using this platform i think here's the thing there's a huge disparity in America when it comes to black and white. We know mm-hmm. that. There's no secret to that. It's been going on since forever, unfortunately. I'm the beginning of our of America, right? We know that. 
But an, in order to evoke change, it's going to take more than just black and brown people saying we want change. Black and brown people saying black lives matter. Black and lives, black, black and brown people saying, you know, no justice, no peace. It's going to take more than just that um, ethnicity, those ethnicities yeah, in order to work, right? We need Caucasians. We need insert, you know, ethnicity here. We need more of that. And so the fact that he is a rapper and he is using his platform and he is Caucasian helps, I think, in that sense. Now, he... I don't, people may not have to necessarily agree with what he's saying, but I do like that he's saying, America, stand up. Mm-hmm. Because in that instance, it's like, that's what we need. Mm-hmm. Colin took a knee, did not say a word. Eminem came out and had a four-minute-plus, yes, you know, like, thank you. How you know what I mean? He shot him and down. has Donald Trump even... He said nothing! That's what I was going to say. He hasn't said one word. He hasn't said one word. He ain't tweeted. I because if he did... Nothing. The next track Eminem would release is called <laughs> Dump Trump. Right, like, totally. Man. Just, yeah, but it's, yeah. I mean, he, I'm glad he got a lot of support in just the, you know, hip-hop community, too. You know, Diddy, T-Pain, J. Cole, uh, even Ellen DeGeneres were all tweeting about this, too, and talking about how powerful it was with what he did and how they supported it. So, you know, I, I agree with you. there was no music. Yeah, yes. no music. Right. Yeah, and I agree with you. It takes more races to actually come yeah. together for people to pay attention. It's like when we had Black Lives Matter and you saw the white faces supporting it, it yeah. got even more attention. Oh, and, and they, it makes it some is. people so mad. And because it you, mad. Because it proves the point where they go out, where there, there's this group that just says, oh, you know, the blacks, they're so mad. They're so No, they aren't. We're mad. We're all upset. (laughs) Sorry. You're over there. You're You're mad. You're on the wrong side. We're mad. Let's come together so we can stop being mad. Wake up. Be adults. Thank you. Go ahead. Be humble. All right. Sit down. Speaking of somebody that stood up. Hmm. All right, well, y'all, there's a dope movie coming out on October 13th. Uh, Chadwick Boseman, Josh Gad, Kate Hudson, Dan Stevens, Sterling K. Brown, and James Cromwell star in Marshall. It's based on a true story. Before he became the first African-American Supreme Court justice, Thurgood Marshall was a man on a mission. Critics rave Marshall is sensational, powerful, outstanding, and one of the best movies of the year. Discover the one motion picture event that will inspire and have you cheering Marshall in theaters October 13th, rated PG-13, and maybe inappropriate for children under 13. I can't wait to see it. Go check it out tomorrow. I mean, you know, we were saying this last week, but this is Chadwick's year. I mean, he's killing the Black Panther. He's got coming out, well, beginning of next year. Mm -hmm. He's got this. Uh, And this film in particular, I think it's just a lot of people will get to, from what I understand, are really going to get to know who he is, you know. And we we obviously have learned through history and through reading certain things, but there's a lot of younger people who don't know who he is and Mm -hmm. what he's really stood for. So that's why this film is going to be super important. Yeah. And, uh, you know. Because we all know, like, he was the first black Supreme Court justice. Okay, but right. what else? Like, what that, else? There was a major that journey yeah. that happened yeah. to And I think there. the movie focuses in on just one particular case. Yeah, right? and, so. like, his pre-experience like experience the pre-experience. sort of leading up yeah. to all of, before Brown versus Board of Education yeah. and all that. So I'm excited. Go I see think Chadwick Boseman is an amazing actor, so I'm like you. I can't wait to see it. Can't wait to see it. Support. 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 Right. Well, speaking of things we want to see, one thing I didn't want to see was the end of Being Mary Jane, but apparently BET has decided it is time that Being Mary Jane gets cut loose. But before they completely cut us loose, they're going to give us a two-hour movie mm-hmm. to end it for us all. And for those of you that don't know, it's sort of like a full circle moment because the show started as a film on BET, two-hour films, um, Mara Brock Kill and Salima Kill 
wrote the movie, did the series, then they left the series, and then there was some drama in the middle because of this fourth season of shooting with Gabrielle, but she came back. They did this new season with new producers, and it went pretty well. I don't know how many people you guys like tuned in. The numbers went down a little bit for this last season, but it was still great, and we still love Mary Jane and all the characters that came along with it. And uh, so they're going to give us a movie next year. We don't know when yet. We don't know who's going to be in it. We don't know if they're going to bring the whole family back. We don't know anything, but we do know that... It's time to end the era, but they're going to give us a movie, and we at least appreciate that. Unlike what they did with Girlfriends when they just snatched it off Oops. the air, and we never like saw that. it. Never, like that. Never we just snatched it off never and never gave movie. us anything no. for it. That hurt it, so. too. I'm with you. That, hurt my heart. Uh, that, that really hurt my heart. So I was so glad when I read, because at first all I saw was being Mary Jane canceled. I'm like, y'all are not going to leave us hanging like that. Like, <laughs> we don't know if she's going to end up with the green-eyed man, right. if she's going to run off, if she done messed up. Like, we don't know. So I'm glad they're going to give us a movie. I, they, they didn't even say, <clears throat> excuse me, who's doing it. So I don't know if it's still um, Will Packer and those who took over right. after Salim and Mara, or if Mara and Salim will come back and do the movie, or what. So, And they probably could kind of do like they did Sex and the City. They could That's make exactly it right. several movies, you know what I mean? I was surprised to see it was leaving, though. You know, I, I, was, I was a little surprised by that. I mean, I didn't want to see it go, but you know, when you feel like something was real just great. Like, those first two, three seasons, you're like, it's just great. But then the shift of the guard, like, it just happens because it's new creatives. Like, it's not that it was bad. It just wasn't what it was. So right. I kind of like that they're leaving at a time where it wasn't bad. Like, it was still doing well. Go out on like going out on the high note. Quality, yeah. Go out on top. Um, and just so you guys know... Um, BET also has another awesome show that's about to start tonight and I want everybody to watch it because my Northwestern alumni Robin Thede's new show The Rundown with Robin Thede is on tonight Yay. first late night talk show um, or the only late night talk show right now with a black female host yeah. so check it out it's on tonight 11 o'clock BET BET continues to like do fun stuff they're and amazing they're stuff they're yeah, trying love they're it. trying Come original on. content alright <laughs> so that's the positive for the week um, we're gonna move into something that was lost. well I guess this is still kind of positive because Terry Crews has uh, sort of stepped up we will cont- we will talk further about the crazy hot messery of sexual harassment and etc going on in the business right now but um, there's men been stepping up beside the women that are stepping up and um, bringing people to task for the things that they've been doing. And Terry Crews is one of those people. And he came out on Twitter with a 16 tweeted, what do you call them? 16 tweet tweet? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, right. a, yeah, 16 tweet tweet where he was explaining how he has experienced sexual harassment in this business by top Hollywood executive, a top Hollywood executive at a party, man, just bold as hell. In front of his wife. In front of his wife, just grabbed his stuff and looked at him all nasty and smiled and giggled like there was nothing wrong with it. And Terry was like, I had a moment where I was going to beat his ass, but then I knew I couldn't do that because a 240-pound black man, all that's going to happen is I'm going to end up in jail and the headline's going to be big-ass black man beat down a little, you know, (laughs) Hollywood honcho. And he was just sort of doing it to say, like, there are victims everywhere and I didn't say anything and I was kind of you know quieted by it and just tried not to make it a big deal afterwards the guy did apologize to him later but never said why he did it Um, and Terry said he let it go because he didn't want to be ostracized so he empathized with all the women that you know had not come forward for reasons all of their reasons being you know career issues and not wanting to be ostracized or blackballed and anything like that and so he spoke up and he people were shocked like yo Terry Crew you got grabbed Terry Crew stuff and like you harassed you 
you got some balls to be doing that. Literally. Because so, his yeah. wife looked like he could beat you. She could beat I would be scared of that. Yeah. <laughs> like, she would yeah, take it back. When you touch yeah, my man. She looked like Sean yeah, Black. Yeah. 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 So. She probably would have beat him down. That's right. like, he was like, wait, honey. No, right. Don't do this. I, shout out to them for having the wherewithal to not snap because right. I don't know that I'm that strong. I mean, so. you're probably in disbelief at that, too. <laughs> you it's like, wait, did, we, did this just really happen? Just wait, but, right. but the wait. way he described it with the dude had a shitty grin on his face, just like an asshole. Like, and I feel like that's the moment. Like, initially, you might have been shocked but when he was just grinning like he didn't do nothing wrong knowing what he just did like I feel like I might have like saw black uh, and yeah. just blacked out literally like, right. lost my yeah. mind like, but well, I really appreciate him stepping up he and James Vanderbeek because I think it lets men know mm-hmm. if that happens to you still come out and speak on it as yeah. well I do think or I wish that he and James would have at least said who they were so yeah. that, you know we can move forward with that but assault is assault on females yeah. on men Sexual assault is not right. And you I know we all agree with that, nobody. but don't touch nobody. Thank if you don't have permission, you. it's just that simple. Yeah. And it's okay. at a Hollywood party going grabbing his stuff. And it's okay <laughs> like, to talk what? about because when you talk about it, other victims who are scared to talk about it, it makes them feel yes. more comfortable to Absolutely. be able to you know share with somebody and that's very important to share that and get that out of you and not suppress that inside. I mean it's true but okay. you know it's got to be real tough though I mean you're thinking about you know we're going to move on to the Harvey Weinstein story yeah. with this but if you you know clearly have not been watching the news this is one of the top stories that are out right now uh, head entertainment mogul mm-hmm. Harvey Weinstein who is co-president or co-founder of the Weinstein Group has been under a lot of scrutiny because the New York uh, Times published a report last week about women who were coming forward to speak about sexual harassment from Harvey Weinstein. And it is now, the current count is, I think, around 29 people. And it really got a lot of PR once some of the top actresses like Gwyneth Paltrow, Angelina Jolie, uh, Ashley Judd, um, all the way down to uh, Cara Delevingne, um, supermodel Cara Delevingne, talking about her, their encounters with Harvey Weinstein. And they all had very similar stories in a lot of ways uh, when you started reading kind of what they were saying. You know, it, it, it initially pro- mostly started with him inviting him inviting them to his private room. He was in a bathrobe. He either wanted a massage or, or wanted to, you know, have them see him naked or, you know, kind of both, a combination. And, you know, this has kind of turned the entertainment world around because, a lot of people are talking, having this conversation about the women that are coming out, and even people have been comparing it to Bill Cosby, which I think is similar but yet very different uh, in certain ways. But we'll get into that of uh, just an opinion about that. But um, this is really, you know, a lot of people are just like, this has gone on. I mean, this guy is rumored to have done this for years and years, and it was he has so much power that people were afraid to say things. And and what do you guys think about this story coming to light and, and the reaction of just, there are so many male stars like George Clooney and Brad Pitt and uh, um, several several more that have really disgusted by this act that, that has happened to Harvey and, and said that they should have spoken out. Some, George said he even knew, I think, a little bit yes, of Yes, Brad Pitt confronted him 20 years ago about yeah. it. Like, right. And I, I'm trying to be positive. Like, yes, it's come to light and all this expose and blah, blah, blah. And all these people are like, oh, how could he? And blah. They knew. Yeah. E- they knew. Like, they knew. Everybody knows they knew because I'm not even like, I'm at BHL. I'm hanging out over here at After But You know what I'm saying? I'm not, like, up in the Weinstein group at these times. I knew stories about that from just being around right. the industry. You know what I'm saying? So this idea that, like, suddenly and then the other news that just came out that we were talking about right. earlier from TMZ is that they TMZ was breaking a story today while they were t- filming their show and Harvey was like oh I got this big story that's coming it's huge blah 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 and it seems like the story is that 
they've gotten his employment contract with the Weinstein Company, and basically he's been illegally fired because it was illegal in his contract. He could sexually harass chicks and be sued for it and couldn't get fired as long as he reimbursed the company for whatever kind of settlement would come out of it. So don't bullshit me and pretend like, oh, we had no, like, yeah, he was doing some. No, you knew exactly what was going on. All of you knew exactly what was going on, including those actresses that are now saying something. And I get, like, you know, you don't want to risk yourself. And, but in the end, that's what it's about. Like, we, everybody that was involved and knew about or knew what to something to a degree decided that their self was more important than what was happening. Mm-hmm. And that their, their <clears throat> desire to get ahead or their desire to keep working in film, like, don't get me wrong, we all want careers and you have to make that choice for yourself. And I'm not passing judgment on it. All I'm saying is that to try to pretend like you're so disturbed at this point like oh my god and how could he and we didn't know and you knew you decided that what was more important was you wanted to get your movies made or you wanted to be able to star in those movies and that's why you didn't say anything yeah because in the end you either chose you know yourself and your career or you choose yourself and your integrity and i'm sorry you didn't choose yourself and your integrity And it's okay that you are allowed to make that choice. You are totally allowed to make that choice. And I want to make sure that I'm saying, because I'm not blaming no victims. I'm not doing any of that. But your desire to get ahead in whatever industry you are informed why you chose not to say anything. And that includes the people that weren't doing it, the people that weren't victims, the people that were working there and continue to work there because they wanted to keep a job and you had a family. And people would be like, oh, that's easy to like, Shay, oh, I didn't want to... No, it's not easy. It sucks Mm -hmm. to be like, you know what? There's a story that one of the, a lot of the female executives knew because they they would set up meetings and it would be, they would be the guys for the meeting. He would have them in the meeting and then ask them to leave and they knew what was going to happen. But she continued to work there. So don't get me wrong. I would have, the the Weinstein company is huge. It's amazing. Like the the career opportunities abound but you chose to be a part of that every single time you did it and to pretend like that's not the case I think it's a joke for all of us and that's why it'll never change because we've chosen money and getting our movies made and getting our careers made over being human and caring about what the fuck is happening to people and then what what makes it even worse for Harvey Weinstein is that a lot of the actresses were saying this happened when they were younger in their yeah, career. That was so, his right. MO. That was his mo. He wants the girls young, <laughs> so he's catching them at a time where, yeah, they want exactly what yeah. you said. They're choosing their career. They're like, oh, this is what I have to do. It's all the casting couch, and you're with the biggest guy in, in the industry. Industry, you know what I mean? Yeah. Doing it, and it's unfortunate because the mindset of these young women at this time for them, who knows what they're going through and yeah. what they had to go through even afterwards to not speak up. And so I'm just happy now that they are. I agree with you 1,000% with everything that yeah. you're saying. But I'm still happy that they're now speaking up. So hopefully, moving forward, all the other Harvey Weinstein's out there were thinking twice about continuing yeah. to doing what they're probably already doing or won't do. Hopefully. You know what I mean? Like, that would be my Well, I think with this whole contract thing, though, it's going to get very yeah, interesting that part. to see how, it's, how this is going to play <clears> out. Because yesterday, you know, he's, he's 65. His wife, is, his wife has made a statement that yeah, she's, that she's leaving, leaving him. Uh, George, Georgina she's Chapman, who's a, a fashion designer. Um, and, you know, she was supporting him at first until... Yeah. This last couple of days. She had some meetings with some PR people over the weekend, and they were like, girl. Yeah. Yeah. That's an audio recording. (laughs) That was a bad move to support us. Get out, girl. Get out. 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 They were like, so now the number's 29. (laughs) Right. You still want to say, it's 29. 
Yeah, let me She's go. Like, yeah, let me let me get out of here. Yeah, I, yeah, I can't right. even justify that. Yeah, I'm sorry, that's I can't even justify that. I do sympathize, girl. You got kids, right? And I understand. Right. I'm sorry. I don't well, mean to you laugh, know what, but this uh, was funny. You know, but also it's sort of funny. If you look at her statement, it talks about uh, you know I made the tough decision to leave my husband, but then it goes into she's about her business. business. She's like, and please don't hold me responsible. Right? Don't hold me responsible. I was like, she was about that check too. She was like, I'm keeping this check going. Why do you think she said? Imagine how many what she knows. Right. That was probably what the publicist said. That was like the yeah. statement. And then she was like, but well, make sure you put my business Business right there, girl. Right. Make sure you let right. them know. Let them know. <laughs> but I mean, he had like a suicide watch yesterday, allegedly, after having an argument with his daughter, the TMZ reporter. And now he's allegedly gone to treatment. Um, so Can y'all, you know. some, come on, y'all. Yeah. Somebody explain the That's sex therapy. PR. Because I'm just like, he, he, I don't think he's a sex addict per se. And that's if you believe in sex addiction. He's a predator. He's, he's a predator. Yeah, yeah. He's a predator. There's, this is beyond sex addict. Right. This is this is a predator. So they got therapy for that in Europe. I mean, so that's what his. <laughs> he's not, he's probably but he's not in Europe. He's in. Well, he was, well, he's in Arizona, Arizona. but he was supposed to be going Arizona. to Europe, yeah. and they were saying it was a special right, therapy. They were just trying to and get him out the country. To, they were talking to Dr. Drew, and Dr. Drew was like, "Oh." know where that is but uh, <laughs> well I the fact that he's saying that all the women were consensual that's a whole other thing too because that's what he, he's, he's saying that but there has been like three reports since that there was oh, there's rapes right uh, rapes and or, oral sex rapes as well um so it's I mean it's, once you get it on audio it's like bro yeah right come on yeah how many more times do you want to send a check in and, and yeah. uh prove you wrong well and as, then we had Donald Trump on a lot of different audio things nobody, nobody cared about that nobody cared right but then here we are crucifying Bill Cosby well see that's where yeah, I was gonna go I was gonna go I was like listen we only got a few minutes I'm only gonna do this for one because I want to get her get her questions in but the treatment of when they're comparing it to Bill Cosby I'm like Bill wasn't Bill was slandered I haven't seen Harvey slandered yet maybe let me give him a little time maybe right because it, it is kind it of is still, still early but the, I still say you know because Bill Cosby was a black man it, he is he was treated differently in that case than Agreed. what will happen with Harvey Weinstein mm-hmm. and even the way that Harvey's even being uh, t- talked about in media Bill was like uh, they threw him under they weren't trying real to send quick. Bill to they therapy. weren't trying to send Bill to um, therapy they didn't give him no time to you know make you know make put a statements together. This is it's a totally different game for Harvey Weinstein, and it's it's unfair, you know. Yes. And and I hate to say it, but you know, a lot of you know, and the, the fact too. that he's so cocky and arrogant <laughs> to right. think to put in his contract that you can do something like this. There's no comparison to Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby wouldn't have been able to do that. No, okay. absolutely not. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. there is it. Yes, they're both sick people, Y'all but nasty. they're just it's it's Y'all a different nasty. a different Y'all game. Mm-hmm. It's just nasty. Terrible. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, we take we, you to we'll say nasty. We'll continue to give you the updates on that story. Because I know it's gonna get real messy in the next couple yeah, weeks. If he sues them, oh, he that sues would be for illegal, like for, for if, firing him illegally. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna die. I'm probably gonna fall out. Like yeah. that's just legit. <laughs> like, this, I mean, but it. I, it would not surprise <laughs> me. It will not surprise me. All right, so we're gonna talk about something positive. We're not gonna go into our last story. Um, we're gonna go right into Miss Taja right here. Who's got yes. her new yes. movie, Medea Boo, Boo Two, coming Boo out October twentieth next Friday. We got a little Ooh. clip that we're gonna play real Perfect. quick, just like uh, give people a little tease on what to expect Get with the you movie. Excited. On October 20th. There's a party at Lake Derrick. Are you crazy? People died up there. He been drinking that by you. What is booze? <laughs> Bitch juice. <laughs> the fear is real. You are not gonna kill <laughs> The terror is real. Please, you have to let me in. Baby, ain't no room be already spread out. <laughs> 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 is real. 
They got you down for criminal trespass. Attempted day. murder. Me. Bam. Hi, officer. October 20th, we're going to see you play a character, Deborah, Deborah, Deborah Simmons. Yes, I play Tyler Perry's ex-wife. We have two children together, and um, I am the fun and sassy wife, or ex-wife, I should say, mother. I'm the one that feels like my daughter should be able to experience life to make all the bad decisions on her own versus telling her no. Mm. Ooh. Mm. Ooh, get a little spicy right. up in there. <laughs> you guys are quiet, like mm, yeah. that kind of mama. Mama. Like, yeah. that mama. They get the rolled eyes. Mm, you heard. <laughs> and then after they go experience some of these uh, ghostly things, exactly. I'll go, you gonna change your mind? <laughs> you have to watch the movie and see. I can give it all the way. What is something? <laughs> so, what would you say is the difference between this movie and the first one? Like, what can fans kind of expect more with that as well? Mm. So I would say more humor, more comedy. I would say uh, Tyler Perry is amazing at three characters that he does. So he just expounded on the story a bit. You know, in the first one, it was a different type of Halloween movie and scenario. Now it's like they're going to Lake Derrick. And um, it's, we, we know in the film that Lake Derrick is a place that you're not supposed to go. A lot of kids were killed there. This is not where you're supposed to be. But I'm like, oh, it's fine. It's, it's nothing. <laughs> you know? It's like the, Crystal the, Lake. The kids will be fine. It's like Crystal, Crystal Lake. Lake. Yeah. The kids will be great. It'll be fine. Whatever. So I'm the one that really takes up for her and allows her to get into things she should not be into. Mm-hmm. And then maybe things change in me at the end, whatever. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. And then you work closer with Tyler Perry, obviously. Yes. What is something that you learned from working with him uh, that you took away from the film? You know, I didn't know that Tyler Perry was as brilliant as he is. Like, we know him as a writer, a director, an actor, and a producer. But that's a lot of hats. But he does them all very well, which mm-hmm. I think is why he's so successful at what he does. But being on stage, <clears throat> excuse me, being on set, and having him be in the Brian character, and he has his doubles as Medea, and then his other double as Joe, and he's in a scene with three of himself. Yes. <laughs> so all of them are doing different ad libs, yeah. and he's remembering all the ad libs when he gets back into another character, and then he's going back and forth, That's and then crazy. at the same time he's, <clears throat> excuse me, as Medea speaking as Tyler Perry, so he's dressed as Medea, like cut, and you're like, whoa, that, like, that, that was what? that was weird. <laughs> Okay, um, and then he's you know, and and he's very structured. He knows exactly what he wants as a director. We shoot really fast. This entire film was done in like a week. Oh my like, god! Tyler Perry moves a really week? quickly. What? You have to be ready. You wow. have to be ready. You better make sure you know your lines for oh, real. Absolutely, they prep you before you go, but that's just the BHL exclusive. Okay. They prep you before you go, and they let you know, <laughs> hey, he moves really fast. Well, you may think it's a rehearsal, but the cameras are always rolling, and there's three at all times. Wow. Yeah, wow. he's he's good. That's wow. intense. He's good. Yeah. That's a how you can get so much stuff out. <clears throat> of exactly. Stuff. You know what I mean? Exactly. Wow. Did mind. you audition to get the part? Like, how did that process work? I you? did, actually. So, interesting story. You guys are getting all the exclusives. Mm-hmm. So, interesting story is that I auditioned for Tyler Perry like seven times prior to booking this role. But okay. seven is the number of completion, eight is the number true. of new beginnings. So, this is the one that was meant for me. Amen? Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> okay. uh, so, it was from different TV shows to movies that he had coming out. And I would, I've been to producer sessions. I've met him twice. I've been on hold. Just didn't mm-hmm. book the job. This time I did. Um, and yeah, I went through the normal process. I went to casting. I you know, put myself on tape. She sent it in. And they were like, okay, you're the choice. I was the only one they sent to Tyler Perry to wait oh, his wow. approval. Wow. I got his approval. And then two days later, I was in Atlanta. Amazing. Wow. So you yeah. never had to read for him in person or anything? No. You just I think at this point, they had already known my work. work. And so when I got yeah. there, you know, Mark Swinton, the executive producer, was like, we, I've seen all your work. Yeah. I think you're fantastic. We've been waiting for the right role that's perfect for you. And we think Deborah is it. Awesome. And I was like, well, yes. Wow. That's a you. nice right. introduction. Right. You know I mean? so, right. And that's when he was like, so be ready. 
Yeah, I know you've done a soap. It's like a soap. Like, you got to know all your lines and be ready because he moves yeah. quick. And I'm like, okay, no pressure, but be great. Right, right. And smile. <laughs> okay, great. And I'm playing your wife. Right. Oh, and I'm playing your wife. Excellent. And you've been working in this industry for a while. And, you know, we've we've come off uh, the last year of, or this year of successful TV shows being more honored with African-American characters. Have you, do you see that there are a lot more opportunities now that have been created in Hollywood for African-American characters? And do you think that that's going to continue to grow? Absolutely. I would say specifically with women, you know, with female characters. Like we know with Taraji, with Gabrielle Union, with Viola, with Carrie Washington and all of their respective shows. Um, there's so much opportunity for black women, which is absolutely amazing. However, I would like to see um, black women or couples in roles that are more positive, like when we used to watch the WB or UPN and it was the Cosby show and it was Family Matters mm-hmm. and it was all these shows that dealt with moral values. Mm-hmm. I feel like because we've gotten away from that so much, we see a lot of things that are, dare I say, ratchet on television mm-hmm. that deals with people of color. And I, mean, I can't say dare I say, it's, it's true. It's, <laughs> yeah. it is it's what probably it is. a you know, strong, strong 60% of, of, of what we have right on television. Now, yeah. So I... I am excited to know that these women have, have, you know, paved the way for myself and other women that were with me and behind me in this industry. But at the same time, I do look forward to seeing more positive roles for black women, especially on television as well. It's so true because there's all like all those women you said, all their roles are singular. Yeah, they, it's not like not Tar- Taraji's character is the ex uh, woman went to jail, to, right. selling drugs for her man. Like yeah. instead of it's like they that can't be great. Yes. they can't be a powerful woman and yes. have a great life yep. yeah. with a husband and family and stuff like that. They're the uh-huh. mistresses and things yeah. like that. That's true. And don't get me wrong, that's it's still great television, mm-hmm. and yes. I think the people, the women in those roles, are doing a phenomenal job in it because it's still paving a way. Absolutely. But I would, I, I am excited about to see the yeah the diversity, not just with um, women in the roles but also the type of characters that we allow to be on television for black women bring back moral values moral values, <laughs> moral values. and um, we're going to get out of here real mm-hmm. soon but you also have a book that's coming out I do and you it's, tell us about it I know I've yes absolutely so I'm really about. excited about my book it's myself and um my business partner, her name is Sabrina Revell. We both are actors in our own rights. And we wanted to do a book about how to get started in acting. And I know for myself, she came to me and was like, hey, do you want to write this book together? And I was like, yes, I've been thinking about this for a long time because when I was on Bowls and the Beautiful or on Grey's or NCIS or whatever the TV show is, I always get a, my influx of emails from people in my um, Facebook saying, hey, my brother, sister, cousin, nephew, daughter, yeah. you know what I mean, <laughs> want to get into acting, what do we do? And I found myself writing these long emails, and so then I would just do, let me go back to that, oh, when I sent yesterday, copy and paste, and then it was so much information that I did not know when I moved here. So this is the way that she and I are kind of giving back, like, hey, we put everything that you will need to know in this book. And all you got to do is just get the book. The book's coming out early in next year. Um, You guys can actually go to my website at TajaBSimpson.com, and you can subscribe there, and we will send you more information when it's ready. We'll be doing pre-sales at the end of this month, actually, for the book. So I'm just really excited. It's going to really help people in a grandiose way on what to do and how to get started in this business. I love that. Giving back. Giving back. And where can fans find you on all your social media outlets outside of just that? Perfect. So all my social media, I was just say all but one. So um, Snapchat and Instagram and Facebook. No, Twitter. Twitter is all Taja V. Simpson, so T-A-J-A-V Simpson. I'm sure you guys will have it up, but i got to spell my name. <laughs> and um, Facebook is the Taja V. Simpson. Because right. there's only one, right? Okay. Yep. Only one. There, can only only, one. there can only be one. Courtney? <laughs> well, AKA. there's a whole lot of Courtney Stewart, so <laughs> I'm not there. I am on Twitters and the Instagrams and all that, at Stewart Starlet. Boom, everywhere, DJ Jesse Jake. 
You can find me at Daryl Kristen on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook with my name is spelled. And find me on the Reels channel show Broke and Famous. I'll be doing some commentary commentary work on that show uh, for the next couple weeks. So. Hey. And uh, other than that, we'll see you guys on the next week's show. On the next Yay. week's show. Or, well, I guess next, next this week. week. This, next, week. This, this week. This week, next week. This week, next week. Next week, this week. <laughs> Y'all figure that what out. They Y'all say. figure Bye. that out. It's a Jedi mind trick. <laughs> Dario Christie, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us, info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live, Scipio, Instagram, at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. No, I was excited you guys sent The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.